Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, Section 4, Chapter 41. Great Crowds Flock to Him. Philip's reputation and virtue grew from day to day, and through his labors the harvest of souls increased wonderfully. Every day, very many gathered in our oratory, and Philip explained the word of God to them to fire them with devotion, so that they adopted a more worthy way of life. And abandoning all vain, futile concerns, they gave their names to Christ. In his daily discourses, his principal aim was to inspire the hearts of his followers to prayer, to frequent the sacraments, and to do other works of devotion. Through Philip's patient efforts, Giovanni Battista Salviati, a man of the highest nobility, made great progress in piety. He was a relation of Catherine de' Medici, the Queen of France, and a cousin of Cardinal Antonio Maria. He attached himself to Philip in the first year of Paul IV and died showing remarkable signs of holiness. Another nobleman, Francesco Maria Teruggi, began to go to confession to Philip. When he first came to him, he felt such a flame of divine love entering his heart that it drove him to the point that his soul was melted by Philip's constant prayers and tears. And he gave himself over entirely to Philip's direction and rule, even though he was a man of high rank and dignity. This was in the year 56 of our century. I must not admit to say that since Philip desired to form Christ in this man, the man I have mentioned, he used to receive him in his own room and in his presence gave himself to prayer till he began to instill a spirit of mildness in his soul so that he seemed to be tasting something of heaven while still on earth. And in these heavenly joys, was totally melted with delight. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side to light and guard, to rule and guide, amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, choicest of priests, apostle of Rome, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Notice that Father Galonio connects Philip's growth in virtue with the increase of the harvest of souls. In other words, as Philip grew in holiness, as he grew in patience, as he grew in humility, as he grew in obedience, above all, as he grew in divine love, divine charity, so the effects of his priesthood, the effects of his preaching, grew. They increased wonderfully, Father Galonio says. And then he describes what St. Philip was doing. 
He was primarily explaining the word of God to people. And he uses the word oratory, oratory, which is, means a little house of prayer. And so Philip would gather them there. And notice that Father Glonius speaks of his our oratory. In other words, Father Glonio is seeing in these early days the sort of beginnings of Philip's eventual foundation, the foundation of what he would later found, the body of priests. But Philip would gather people who wanted to hear the word of God, and he would explain it to them. Why? Because he wanted to fire them with devotion. Devotion is that perfection of divine love that makes us prompt, not just in doing the commandments, if you have divine love, if you have charity, you keep the commandments, but devotion adds to that charity an eagerness to keep the commandments, a willingness to keep the commandments, a promptitude in keeping the commandments, and not just the commandments, but the other inspirations that God sends. And that's why it says that he wanted them to adopt a more worthy way of life. St. Philip was not just about getting people to keep the commandments. He wanted to lead them farther. He wanted them to abandon all their vain, futile concerns, Glonio says. He wanted them to give their names to Christ. How? How would they do this? Well, Philip had these three concerns. Pray more, frequent the sacraments more, and do other works of devotion. This is what he was trying to inspire in them, a desire to pray, a desire to frequent the sacraments, and a desire to do other works of devotion. And it's through those things that they would give themselves to Christ. And it's by giving themselves to Christ that they would be able to live a more worthy way of life. And Father Glonio gives these two examples of the success of, the, of Philip's mission at this point, the harvest. And he chooses two men of the highest social standing, basically. Giovanni Battista Salviati was the relative of a queen, the Queen of France. And Francesco Maria Terugi was a relative of, of Marcellus II, the Pope who lived for only three weeks. But he was, he was a high-ranking person working in Rome, working for a cardinal. And both of these men had great careers ahead of them, secular careers, lucrative careers. But St. Philip saw that they could do great things for the Lord if they could be turned. And especially Teruji. You think about our Lord spending two days with the people of Samaria, spending all that time with the Samaritan woman in relation to the, the limited time he had. Well, St. Philip did something similar in the sense that he devoted special time, extra time, to this Teruji fellow, Francesco Maria Teruji. And what did Philip want to do? He wanted to form Christ in him. He wanted to be the instrument for helping Christ be formed in this man. What a beautiful idea. Let us ask for the grace tonight to want Christ to be formed in us.
to want Christ to be formed in us, to be another Christ. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.